This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, it's freezing out, uh, and I remember when people used to say it'll be a cold day in hell before marijuana is legalized in Canada. Well, you know, we're really close. It's already legal, but uh, getting a dispensary up and running is just a matter of hours away if you've drawn the lucky straw. This is what's happening, the dispensary uh, lottery. They capped it uh, on Wednesday, I guess, submissions with letters of intent. But now this is where the rubber meets the road. Apparently, if you're uh, one of the 25 lucky ones in the first tranche, you got to pony up a $50,000 letter of credit that says you're a viable concern and uh, as well, $6,000 non-refundable, which is a curiosity to me. I mean, if there are a lot of people, 25 in the running and you're six grand, uh, you don't get back. You can also be disqualified, I guess, uh, if you're not up and running by April 1, should you be one of the lucky recipients of the dispensaries in this lottery. Uh, Let's find out how this whole thing is playing out because, as I say, uh, we're on the clock right now, 24 hours. We should know who the uh, winners are. Vic Fidelli is the Minister of Finance and Chair of Cabinet, and he's joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Mr. Fidelli, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. John, always a pleasure to speak with you. So, uh, this is a lottery. In the strictest sense, is it, Vic? I mean, uh, just, you know, pulling ping-pong balls out of uh, whatever? In a sense, it is, and uh, to, to uh, make sure that everything is uh, um, absolutely protected, we have hired uh, KPMG as a fairness monitor, so they will be documenting the entire process and uh, making certain that uh, everybody is uh, going to be happy with how the process t- uh, took place. Did anybody in cabinet think to televise this? You know, like Fade Dance might be there uh, picking up the ping pong balls and whatever. It'd make for great theater, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, look, we have to remember, uh, John, why we're doing this to begin with. And it's because of the federal shortage of cannabis. If we had it our way, we would be opening an unlimited amount of stores right across Ontario, however many the market uh, could support. That was always our plan. But um, when we learned uh, recently that there's a supply shortage, when we started to see Quebec uh, closing their stores for uh, several days of the week, cutting back the hours, we see uh, uh, the East Coast now laying people off. Alberta put a freeze, no more new licenses. Uh, You know, the alarm bells go off, and our investigation showed we only have enough supply in Ontario for 25 stores at this moment. All right. So how many letters of intent did you get and uh, that after uh, Wednesday at noon? We will be releasing all of the uh, statistics once the process is entirely completed. But I can tell you it was robust. All right. Can we say several thousand? I will just say robust. <laughs> okay. Well, that is my definitely robust. How's that? I'll, I'll go surprisingly robust. <laughs> I see. So, uh, and the winner then, uh, the 25 winners, uh, they're going to be, I guess, uh, picked from various regions. That's the criteria by which you evaluate, amongst other things, uh, pot representation by population kind of thing? Yeah, in a, in a sense, it is uh, rep by pop. We've got um, uh, two in the north. Uh, there are five in Toronto, six in the GTA, six in the east, seven in the west. And basically it is uh, a combination of population and the response that we've had on our uh, OCS.ca, our cannabis store uh, website as well. So it's surprising that 
you know, the population and the web the website demand were reasonably similar. So, but if it's a lottery, uh, let's just say for argument's sake, all 25 of the winners are from Toronto. Uh, how do you square that with somebody, say, in northern Ontario, eastern Ontario? No, the lottery will only allow five in Toronto, two in the north. Oh, I see. Okay. In the east, that type of thing. That's how you broke it down. Okay. Yeah, uh, and and then they've got, as you pointed out, they've got to not only make a uh, so so that was seventy five dollars to get the, to get in the door. Mm-hmm. It's the twenty five will be everybody will be uh, uh, put up on the website tomorrow, so within twenty four hours. So you'll see it uh, long before this time tomorrow. You'll have seen the uh, twenty five. And they will now have to make a non-refundable six thousand dollars. That's part. That's their retail operator license fee. That's what that six thousand is for. Uh, they will also have to have a letter of credit for fifty thousand dollars as well. And uh, once we get a little further into it, they'll have to have the final payment of four thousand dollars, and that's non-refundable. And that's what what's called a store authorization. Uh, How did you screen for, uh, let's say, multiple entries by one individual? They put their 75 in, but uh, they want to flood the province, and hopefully their number comes out, kind of like moose tags in hunting season. Yeah. So that's what's being done uh, electronically, and that's what's being reviewed by the Fairness Monitor. And quite frankly, if anybody has uh, uh, put more than one application in, uh, all, both or all of their applications are reviewed, and they're not uh, allowed in the contest. Vic Fidelli is with us, Minister of Finance and Chair of Cabinet, on this uh, pot dispensary lottery that uh, finished up today. I guess that's, is it, yeah, it's finished up. Okay, and and within 24 hours, we'll know who the winners are? Yes, it finished up uh, uh, the other day, actually. It finished up, uh, it was open for two days. And so it's finished up, and uh, this is a process of going through all of the applications and making sure that we remove the duplicates triplicates and that type of thing. All right, a lot of people on tenderhooks. When do we actually have the word? Uh, you'll see it'll be uh, online tomorrow. Tomorrow, all right, well. Uh, four hours after we're finished. And again, uh, you know, we, uh, these uh, 25 will be obligated. They'll go through a review to make sure that uh, they meet all of the strict criteria of the uh, AGCO, our Alcohol and Gaming Commission. We want to make sure that they're, they run their business or that they have a history or the proof that they will uh, be in accordance with the law, uh, run with integrity, honesty, uh, work in the public interest. And then they've got to open on April 1. If they don't, we start drawing down on that 50000 We take 12500 If they don't open on the 15th, we take another 12500 And if they don't open on April 30th, we take 25000 the final 25000 and we move on to the down the list. Oh, okay. So number 26 actually could still be in the running. Well, uh, there are opportunities because these 25 still need to uh, go through the full due diligence uh, of the uh, Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario. How long will that process take? Well, uh, um, we will be ready for them to be open on April 1. You will, okay. Uh, The other thing I'm kind of curious about, when do you anticipate the next tranche of, uh, will it be a lottery? I I know all of this is predicated on lack of supply, which is, as you explained, we're down to 25 now. Ideally, you'd like to see it wide open. Anybody who could satisfy certain criteria would be in the game. But when do you think the next tranche of uh, participants would be? Well, it's, that's up to the federal government because we've asked them to review their process, uh, Health Canada, to approve the, uh, or to uh, review the approval process for the licensed producer. So only the federal government can license a producer. 
and uh, we're saying we want you to speed up the process but bring it to market in a safe but an efficient manner. Obviously, uh, there's something wrong if, uh, if, they, if they legalize cannabis on the 17th of October and find out now that they don't have enough supply. Something was bungled somewhere along the line. Vic, by the way, who sets the price? Uh, we did. We, uh, we uh, being the province of Ontario, we looked through uh, our goals. And our goal is to make sure that our children are safe. That's the number one goal. Uh, and to make sure our roads are safe and that we curb the illicit market. That's really what we're after in this as well. So it's not like alcohol and tobacco where we're going to raise taxes in a budget type of thing. This is really not about the money. So we've kept our price low. Uh, it's about it's about you know putting up putting the illegal market out of business. So we've kept our price low, and uh, we still have our online uh, process as well. We've we've delivered four hundred thousand. Uh, shipments from our online cannabis store. All right, although uh, many critics point out that the black market ain't going away, and uh, while we've only got 25 dispensaries spread out across a broad province, uh, it's more apt to maybe stoke a black market. Agree or disagree? Um, this is temporary. The 25 are temporary until the uh, until the uh, supply is uh, uh, you know been been corrected by the feds, but we do have proper supply for our online service so we ask people you know to continue to use the online service as well and support the retailers once they're open on april 1st um, and we know that it has made a dent uh, in the illicit market we've had 400,000 orders that's 400,000 um, orders if you will that the uh, uh, drug dealers aren't getting by the way i'm curious uh, there was a story earlier this week warren smoky thomas the head of opsu uh, i guess found out that uh, the Ontario Cannabis Store's warehouse, and it's no secret now, it's a matter of public record, is located in Oakville, and uh, he dropped a dime on that because his representative that I guess was going around to see if there was any prospect of unionizing the force there, uh, the several hundreds uh, of people that work there. Is that problematic for you? Well, you know, the responsible thing to do is to make sure that we're protecting the safety and the security of uh, the people that work there. And that's our, you know, that's a part of our role as well. So uh, if they find uh, some joy in uh, putting people at risk, I can't help Smokey Thomas for that. All right. I appreciate your time, and we'll uh, wait with bated breath to see exactly who does get these uh, 25 first dispensaries across the province and uh, take it from there. Vic Videlli, uh, the Minister of Finance and Chair of Cabinet, thanks so much for your time. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you. You got it. Have a good afternoon. Well interesting to know i'm guessing there have got to be some people who just poured in like for 75 to to get your letter of intent considered and uh then to go into the lottery i guess you know you're going to spread well that's the way it works as i i likened it to the moose hunting licenses don't people do that trying to get tags as well just basically uh put their name in in every jurisdiction so finally you say oh great uh we're going to go hunting to geraldton uh, you know, you thought you'd be outside Algonquin Park. No, no. Uh, you'd be flying into whatever the location is up there near Pickle Lake. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.